I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? 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 Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey everybody, welcome to episode 40 of the Gentleman Overlords podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Max. I'm Robert. And uh, hey Max. Yep. Happy birthday today. Thank you. Bring in the sombrero. Bring it in. Bring in the whole party. Uh, Hey guys, how's it going? It's going good. Pretty good. The sun's out while we're recording. This is very odd. it's Sunday. Oh yeah. The big game is today. That's right. Puppy bowl. Uh Uh-huh. Why, I I meant to ask you earlier because we were we were we're recording this on Super Bowl Sunday and uh, we're I, losers. We don't watch sports. <laughs> yeah, huh? Um, why why is it that they have to call it the big game? Like I know it's because like you, you're not allowed to call it the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but why are you not allowed to call it the Super Bowl? Because if I had to guess, I'd say it's like then you could you could attach to anything to it as the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl sale, the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, a uh, car show, the Super Bowl. Who cares? Like, but it's making money off an established thing. I, that's why... Uh, Isn't Disney- it like the biggest thing on TV every year? So like, what does it matter? Because they want to make that money. They don't want any association They want to with- make the, the furniture money that you might make off I of don't it. know, man. I, the Super Bowl sofa sale? Because can't not... Um, aren't there a bunch of hotels near in Florida, but like they're not allowed to call themselves like the Disneyland Resort or the Disney, you know, the next to Disney motel. Like, they, yeah, they can't, I guess. But like, that's like a thing that's like right next to it versus like Fred Meyer saying like, sure. Or Kroger for all you, uh, non, uh, Northwest, uh, yeah. listeners. <laughs> um, <laughs> wouldn't it, is that, is that different from like Kroger saying one day of the year we're having a Super Bowl sale? Do, do they say Super Bowl sale or do they say big game sale? That's what I mean. Like, they're not allowed to. I think in official merchandising, maybe they can't. Like, they can't print out a sign that says Super Bowl, but you they know could what? say... Let's get Roger Goodell on the podcast. <laughs> I want to talk to him about this. All right, hi, this is Roger Goodell. Roger, hey. Wow, we got him on the phone fast. Hey, Roger, I have a quick question for you. Are you sure? <laughs> um, <laughs> are you okay, Roger? I'm fine. All right. Uh, so hey. I always talk as I know exactly what my voice sounds like. It's crazy that you are... <laughs> You're available for phone calls today. It's, it's a, not a very busy day for me. It, it's the Super Bowl today, Roger. It's the big game. Thank you sorry, very much. It, uh, sorry. It's the big game today. That's uh, right. Puppy Bowl. Yeah, the Puppy Bowl. Um, I, have a, I have a question for you. So you Call have the this, Small Dogs Bowl, please. Okay, sorry. The Small Dog Bowl. Um, hey, if you look over near the fridge, you'll see a Small Dog Bowl for Scotty. Uh, hey, I'm here to draft him, actually. Yeah, wow. Hey, uh, so I have a question for you. Why Why is it? Why do you insist on it being called the big game in advertisements? Uh, no more questions, please. Oh. <laughs> Interview over. Wow. Okay, he really got out of here quick. He hung up on us. I mean, he walked out the door. <laughs> I can't remember if we established as a phone call or he came in here. Hey, wow, that guy shoved me right to the floor. Wow, yeah, Robert, for a while. yeah, you were being real quiet, I guess, because you were I was, to the ground. I was shocked. What a great tangent that was. <laughs> uh that's as much about sports as i know yeah i mean the uh, goodell knew sure sure uh yeah great max is stunned too <laughs> yeah i'm i've been on the floor as well yeah he knocked me over yeah yeah the boring answer is i think if you if you if you call anything associated with the actual thing like you would make more money as a hotel if you could call yourself the next to disney hotel than if uh-huh. you had to be called the big, the big theme park next door hotel or something like I don't know I don't know <laughs> sure I, it's just that Super Bowl is uh, owned by NFL so I'm not know. shocked that anyone is so litigious that they don't allow oh although they did talk did you hear the rumor of who might perform at this halftime show this year 
Is this a, another episode of Rumor Has It? <laughs> if you're gonna, no, pull, I'm not gonna. Pull, you're gonna have to plug yeah. that music in later, then, bud. Nope. And we'll do an edit here. Yeah. And here we Great. go. Um, that the rumor is that Justin Timberlake is going to perform with Hologram Prince. What? Ew. Who, in an interview, I believe in like '98 with like like Guitar Magazine or something, said, says there's an up and coming boy band with a guy <laughs> named Justin Timberlake in it. He said, "Kiss my career, bye bye bye," because this guy's gonna be huge. <laughs> uh-huh. No, he expressly said like the idea of bringing people back as Hall. It must have been after '98 because that, that wasn't like during Tupac or anything, but. Uh-huh. He basically said in the long and short of it, like, I would be so distressed if they ever tried to bring me back in some way or if they ever tried to reanimate my corpse. Yes. And this is the guy who like all of his music's on SoundCloud now. He didn't want that at the time. Uh-huh. Unreleased songs are coming out of his private vault to be put out. All these things that it feels Shouldn't like. Shouldn't have given out the code to that vault, I guess. <laughs> it was just 112 Prince. <laughs> That's the code. For the- Which is harder to yeah. get than you think. You think so. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, enough uh, sport talk. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. Ah. How about we get into some. TV shows we've seen. <laughs> we've seen <laughs> TV shows we've seen. Uh, anybody? Either you seen any TV shows? Yeah, I watched uh, the rest of Veronica Mars season two. Oh, goody! That's the last season, right? Nope, there's nope. three. Yep. I, you idiot. Go along with a bit, dude. I mean, well, yeah, there's only two. Why? <laughs> Why do you say that? Well, I heard Robert? there was four. And Max, you report back when you've actually Yeah, I think it. it's the final episode. I think I saw it. I <laughs> uh-huh. watched all of it. You started the first episode and you think it's the final episode. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm always surprised when there's a, another episode afterwards. Did uh, it have a... Uh, oh, sorry. Did it have a like another season after it ended? Or did it have its initial run and then just that movie? I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. But there was never like a point where it was like they brought it back after. There was no like Netflix or... season or okay, anything Okay, okay. Like just wanted yeah, yeah. to make sure. But I just ran into... Uh, I guess there's like... Uh, one of the characters is trying to like a show where one of the characters, one of the actors is trying to make a spinoff based on his character and going to all the other actors and uh, like Dick Casablancas, uh-huh. like the is actor that his character's played, name or the real guy's name. That's the, the character's like the name. Character. That's a great and, name. Uh, and that actor is like uh, trying to convince everybody to make a spinoff based on, on Dick Casablancas. Is his character worthy of a, of no, own? not really. Absolutely. He's, absolutely. He oh, is, he is okay. hilarious. He's, He's uh, terrible, but he's like really fun to watch. I would watch asshole. Dick Casablancas instead of Veronica Mars. <laughs> Do they? Why, why does everyone have such weird names in that show? That's how it was made. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, I think the spinoff was called Everybody Loves Dick or something like That's probably not Wait, true. Real? <laughs> oh, my God. So. But uh, uh, yeah, Logan is still terrible. Mm-hmm. I thought the, the ending was really strange to season two like unbelievable and uh kind of hard to swallow and so the young we- logan came in and fought the old logan <laughs> that's right <Yeah. laughs> old man logan shows uh, up rest in peace xavier yeah yeah but it's good it's good, good. I- uh was there a time jump at the end of season two is that the is that what i'm remembering i don't know huh. like yeah they go backwards in time yeah that's one, what i meant they jump day. backwards yeah <laughs> how i met veronica mars oh boy <laughs> Yeah, there could be. I don't know. Maybe it's the beginning of season three. I forget. I, forget. Okay. I just watched it and I still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, you like this show? Yeah. You can't remember it. What about you, Andrew? Uh, I watched the remainder of Big Little Lies on HBO. I was quite satisfied with the ending of it. I won't give away because that's sort of the whole point of the show is... To see the ending. Out, to see the ending of the show. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm skeptical there's news that there's going to be a season two 
this was supposed to be a limited series where there was only going to be one season, but now they've, it was such a hit that they decided to make a second season. I'm not really sure that I'm all that pleased that there's going to be a second season, but I'll still watch it. When you hear something like that, is it, it, where are, uh, transport us to where you were when you first heard it well obviously like all of the uh, a lot of the people in the show particularly the, the all the lead actresses did like an amazing job mm-hmm. would you rather see like another project that just featured most of that cast did it with a different story or is it also the story that was so compelling that you're like oh there's enough mileage with these characters and with this plot to do it because like i feel like in situations like that why not just bring they clearly work well together yeah. is there something there that they could just do not big, bigger, littler lies, <laughs> bigger, littler lies. Um, I, I'm not positive that like, it, it kind of feels like, I don't know if you, if you had made me guess, I would have guessed that like the next season would have like, it would have been a serial show where like, it's a whole new cast doing a whole new story. Yeah. But it, I, from what I've heard is going to be the same cast with pick it up from. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But it kind of felt like everything wrapped up very nicely at the end of the first season. So I think that's I'd, satisfying about shows nowadays when they decide out the gate, how many seasons or, or limited run that they want to do. And there's been a couple shows recently where I feel like I've watched it and then it gets dragged on to the next one. And then the next one, there was mm-hmm. a, there was one with Jillian Anderson and um, the, David Duchovny. It's called the yeah. X-Files. Well, that sounds like it is, it is having some, some, pains as far as it kind of having new seasons but no it was like um the lead from uh 50 shades of gray that actor uh i don't, I don't remember his name he's, he's a handsome guy he's got this like this uh-huh. tight little beard but anyway he's like a killer in oh the fall yes okay and there was a first season great new it was very obvious there was going to be a second season second season happens by the end of that you're kind of like oh i feel like they should just wrap it up uh-huh. and then third season i i we dropped off because i was just like this feels ridiculous at this point mm-hmm. i don't know why they keep it stretching it out so i don't know i think it's i think it's possible to go either way like sometimes it, it'll just uh, be terrible and sometimes even when you don't plan it if you build good enough characters uh-huh. themselves then like no matter what they're doing they don't have to be in the same situation or a situation that's fully like planned out in an arc beforehand uh, for it to still be interesting to watch them do whatever they go on to after that. That's true. It could inform whatever happens or how it's received could inform another season. So Sure. Um, the other thing I watched was The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. That's right. the first episode of that. Quite like it. And when you mentioned it, I thought it was a Marvel show. Yeah, it was Lego Marvel <laughs> Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> I can't wait for that to come out on there. They're the putting out tons of, of Lego, Lego games. Yeah. Now, yeah. Um, yeah, I only saw the first episode, but I quite liked it a lot. Cool. Yeah. Good. Can't wait yeah. to watch What's that, that on? first episode. <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime. Got it. Uh, Robert, you seen anything? TV shows, not really. I've been kind of in and out of of my own living room, seeing a lot of Top Chef recently. There's just like TV <laughs> playing on your living room while I you're just like the company. Out of it. Yeah. Cool. I also watched uh, Homeland. Ah. Yeah. Feeling season. patriotic, huh? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I actually like how um, it does a, a bit of gray. You know, like. Uh, the, the U.S. isn't necessarily uh, fantastic in it. You shut your fucking mouth. On this, the day on, of the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, on the most patriotic day of all? What the hell, dude? The 4th of July. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, how's Homeland? How's Homeland? Uh, <laughs> Homeland's good. I yeah. like it. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to say because uh, I don't want to give too much of it away. A lot of it is intrigue and stuff. Claire Danes does a great job. Um and uh, they just set it up really well. Cool. Marina Baccarin is in it. Huh? 
The Baccarat? What'd you say? Bert Baccarat? I don't know what her actual name is. She was in uh, Fire... Oh, I mean... Oh, yeah. Halt and Catch Isn't Fire? Isn't it Baccarat? Something like that. What we, what we, the right. Halt and Catch Fire, you're saying? No, she was in Firefly. She was in... Oh, Firefly. And, she was in Nara in Firefly. And she was in oh. Deadpool. Oh, I love that actress. Deadpool yeah, Dead, love Deadpool's wife. I should know. Yeah, I should Deadpool's know her name. wife. I think her comic character name is Deadpool's wife. <laughs> no, she was really good. No, you're right. Baccarin? Yeah. yeah. I was right that her name <laughs> is Deadpool's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you're both right. You can <laughs> both she, be right on that's this. That's just listed as. Yeah. Cool. You liked it? Yeah, I liked it. Go. Check it out. Homeland. Cool. And... Movies we've seen. Perfect. Oh, wait, I want to clear something up. Does that song Uh-oh. have anything Uh-oh. to do with breakfast? Oh, it's the Breakfast Club. That's- yeah. Okay. All no, right. I I think it was just like in the in the old podcast. Ben would like try and do musical numbers that just didn't like. He just would interject. It was like a schlocky, lazy, uh, like God, stupid. I was like, we're, I was attempt. like, we're going for comedy, you know? Yeah, like just a, like a dumb bit that felt hackneyed and tired then, and now like. What, right, now seven years this later, side, this file to an email to him and oh se- wait, send. wait, are we recording? <laughs> I thought you were just asking that off air. Um, yeah, it has nothing to do with the Breakfast Club or anything. Like Bendon hadn't seen the Breakfast Club then, or anything. it was just like we were creating content back then. <laughs> we knew it was going to be big, baby. and we knew it was going to blow up. This whole content thing. Yeah, it's all about the sound clips. Yeah. So, anyways, that's that story. Yep. Wonderful. Tell right. me a story about a movie you've seen recently. Oh, I saw, story three, about I saw 310 to Yuma. Uh-huh. There's an interesting story about that. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so the backstory is uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 was uh, pushed back to October, and <laughs> I felt like I needed a, a Western in my life, and so I watched 310 to Yuma. Is that really why you did Why? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm uh, Even more off topic, I'm glad that game got delayed because I think too often games come out and are sloppy. Yeah. So I would rather something be delayed and be like a little bummed to, than to have it come out and be actually working uh, i've seen that before and i i seem to enjoy it it's an australian western right um it possibly it has an australian in it uh Does russell, russell crowe is the one of the leads i feel like it was i feel like i heard it was like filmed in in australia or primarily or something but maybe i'm wrong very possible it's I an know. american western <clears throat> film so okay. so far you fucked up yeah filming takes place in various locations in new mexico oh, new, wait new mexico that, australia yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. New New Mexico? Yeah. Um, oh, Go ahead, boy. talk about it. I'm going to scour I, maybe, the Wikipedia think, page for anything I about think Australia. I you're thinking possibly, because the, the Western that I can think of that's filmed in Australia was the one with Guy Pearce. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm thinking of something different, aren't I? I'm thinking of... Yeah, the word Australia does not appear in the Wikipedia page at all. Including to get on Wikipedia no, one from was, <laughs> no one from Australia has seen well, Maybe movie. look up Guy Pearce <laughs> Western. have seen it. No Australia. It hasn't no, made it hasn't made it there yet. <laughs> Maybe Mad Max is what you're thinking of. Oh yes, that's the one. The three ten to Gas Town. Got it. Or you were thinking of Lord of the Rings and the country you were thinking of is New Zealand. <laughs> very, very close to Australia. I was close. Which one? What? What Guy Pierce thing are you talking about? It was about? a Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce Western. Type in Guy Pierce Western. This this is the content that we need to be putting out. Um, how did you like it? I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was good. Um, 
Yeah, it took a few turns. I don't know. I just love that setting. I would so, hope so. It's so. a train. <laughs> Brimstone? The whole thing. No. Maybe. Hang them high. Not. The proposition? That's, that's, the that's one. it. That's oh, the yep. I've never heard of this before. Well, hop on. It's pretty Okay, fun. I'm going to read about this. You it's guys about two talk. Australian cowboys that propose to one another. <laughs> the top of All a right. mountain? All right. <laughs> with a broken back? <laughs> Move on. All right. <clears throat> yeah, it was great. Uh... I liked it. Uh, I don't always love Russell Crowe. I think he did a pretty good job in this one. I think mm. he does best when he plays a person who you're supposed to kind of hate. Sure. Um, uh, Christian Bale is another guy who I don't always like, but I think he did a great job in this one. I usually like, eh, I don't know. I usually like him. I didn't like him as Batman. Maybe that's what I should say. And I don't like the tirade he went on in, uh, in what was the one? Behind the scenes of Salvation. That's right. We are done professionally, you and I. Oh, oh, you're walking right through. Yeah. <laughs> so ridiculous. And then he kind of went back on his apology a couple, like, a couple years later. Yeah. Like, he apologized back? He he apologized like, later on and was like, well, I was an asshole. Then later on, he was like, well, I was kind of John Connor in that scene, so it's not exactly my fault. <laughs> Notorious asshole John and John Connor. Connor, also savior of humanity, <clears throat> but an asshole, I yeah. guess, in canon, mm-hmm. according to Christian Bale. Sure. Um. Well... I might have to revisit that. I haven't seen that in a long. I saw it the one time, I think, like, right when it came out. Yeah, so. check it out. And his wife is from, uh, uh, oh, my God, uh, Boardwalk Empire. She does a great job in Boardwalk Empire. Oh, that's another one. So I if you to want to see more of her, watch. watch that TV show. Cool. Uh, I watched a couple movies. I watched Attack of the Clones last night <sighs> just to kind of. What a wonderful movie. Just to go through it. <clears throat> I was having, I was actually, I was trying to enjoy myself. I was trying to, like, find the positive stuff. Some of the effects look okay. And it's usually whenever it's just effects on the screen and no human actors. And then other times it looks, it's laughable that it's in the same I just, film. I love it when it's just Jar Jar and nobody else on the screen. <laughs> yeah. He, look, he stands out so much in scenes with other people. It's crazy. I don't know why they didn't just have... There's nothing not about him. him that couldn't... Well, not even that, but there's nothing about that that couldn't have been a practical costume or something you know Instead, what I mean? he was a practical joke on the audience <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> he does like a quadruple lutz in the air uh to dive into the water that's pretty tough to pull yeah, off and he's like and he does like a crazy sound when he does it that's also the that's first movie that's Zena. not that's not he does dive into the senate box in this one delo felagets is what he yells um that was fun though um but and i also rewatched uh get out which is great people were saying there's a couple articles saying that's not a horror movie it's totally a horror movie it has like funny moments but it's like i don't know it's would you consider it more of a horror movie or more of a suspense movie it's suspenseful it's like a thriller but there is there's enough not even necessarily there's enough weird elements like not to spoil it but like what's really going on in the movie combined with like the trippy parts of it like the hypnosis parts of it are very much a horror movie it's very it is i, I you can argue that it's not a, a killer literally eviscerating people or like a Jason kind of supernatural creature yeah. stalking them. But that's what I like about horror is that it's a, there's more facets to it than you can't put it completely in one box. So you could call it like a horror thriller or like something, but I, there's enough horror elements that it's a horror movie for me. I don't know why that, that feels like a weird way of trying to discredit it because it's also sort of an allegory. Well, I think if you, if you say, if you say horror movie, I think people kind of assume it to be like a scream sort of like schlocky sure. movie. So I think there is probably some merit to like somebody saying, well, it's not really a horror movie because then you don't like, it's harder, it's a harder sell if you say it's a horror movie because then they're like, well, I, didn't, I don't like Saw and I don't like Scream, mm. 
But if you say it's sort of a psychological thriller or something, but I, even if I decide, that sounds smarter than a horror movie. <laughs> well, if I decide I want to watch a horror movie, it's like I think to myself, like, do I want like a horror comedy where kind of pe- there's as, there's as many jokes as there are scares? Do I want something like that viscerally? Like, uh, but what I'm saying is like to you, yes, but like mm-hmm. to it maybe uh, person That's who thinks thing. less about movies, and you say like I want to watch a movie with you tonight. Do you want to watch Get Out? Would you, if you had like, like you wa- just asked me to watch a movie, now you're telling me to get, get out? out. Um, but like, if you were trying to pitch it to somebody, would you say it's a horror movie or would you say it's more of a thriller? This to try and get somebody to watch it. That's interesting. I, this movie in particular, I think, just to kind of keep keep some of it close to the chest, I think I would sort of describe it as like a thriller and not maybe go into that. That is interesting. I might. I agree with you, by the way. I think it is a horror movie, sure. with thriller elements. But I think if you were trying to get somebody to watch it, because I think it is. You're it's right. a more important movie than yes. Saw. It's not just a slasher. It's not just like creatures coming out of toilets to uh, you know attack. Yeah. People. Although hey, they could, you could have used a couple. <laughs> um, no, but you're right. Like it's more people should see it. That would probably write off just a horror movie if they heard it. Yeah. And that's all it was. So yeah, but you I might have something there. You could also think about it the other way, where if you were writing a blog post opinion on the internet and you wanted to get clicks on the uh, one of the biggest movies to come out that year, and uh-huh. you just said like, "Oh, that horror movie you just watched? Oh, yeah. It's not a horror movie. Read my article to find out why." That's uh-huh. <laughs> another reason you read. You won't. You won't like believe that. what genre it really is. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was a good rewatch, and, uh, yeah, then I just watched, uh, what was it called, a, a Futile and Stupid Gesture on Netflix, and that's uh-huh. David Wayne's newest movie. I don't know the gentleman's name, but it's a, it's a sort of a, an over-the-top, uh, I, I'm sure that there's a lot of, uh, grains of truth in there, but it's about the man who sort of started the Harvard Lampoon, which became the National Lampoon magazine, and then spawned from that. Uh, Doug Kenny, Doug Kenny, that's his name. Spawned then Caddyshack and, uh, uh, or prior to Caddyshack was uh, Animal House, um, and you get to see, yeah, it's there's some very odd. This cast is humongous, it's insane, 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 and they have a guy playing Harold Ramis and a guy playing Bill Murray and a guy playing. I told you Joel McHale plays Chevy Chase, which is hilarious because he must have picked up a lot during his time with him on Community. Mm-hmm. I think you should, if anything, fast forward through and find the parts where he pops up as Chevy Chase because he does these subtle things that really are like, yep, that's Chevy Chase from the time that, you know, Christmas vacation, or, uh, you know, uh, Christmas vacation and pr- or prior to that even. The some of these days. casting choices are very funny. Like what are some? Paul Shear is Paul Schaefer. Yes, yeah, uh, I forgot about that. That's so funny. Armin Weitzman is Lorne Michaels. Oh my God. That part was making me laugh really hard because Armin is not, I know Armin, but he's not in a lot of bigger things, yeah. but he did a really funny Lorne Michaels from what I've seen of Lorne Michaels in interviews and stuff. Uh-huh. It was, I think you would like that part wow. a lot. Yeah. It's worth it. I, I was telling you guys though, it's um, John Gemberling is John Belushi's. <laughs> that makes me laugh a lot. It's um. there's a lot more, I wouldn't even necessarily say heart, but there's a lot more serious moments in it than I expected. But he had kind of a crazy life and was not a very responsible guy and was so wrapped up in himself, he was really kind of leaving a lot of people in the dust, it feels like. But mm-hmm. at the same time, a lot of people really cared about him. So it was it was interesting, and especially for someone that I just didn't know a lot about who really informed a lot of comedy from, from back then. Sure. So, yeah. What about you guys? Anything good? Uh, I saw Please Stand By which is about an autistic Dakota Fanning plays an autistic, a person with autism. I keep saying autistic girl. It's not her defining characteristic. Sure. Shouldn't say it like that, but, uh, she's plays a woman with autism who 
is uh, her main obsession is Star Trek. And so she sees a contest on television that if you write a Star Trek script, you could win $100,000. She's trying to prove to her sister that she can do more than what she's doing now. Mm-hmm. She works at like a Wetzel's Pretzels in, in the mall and is in sort of an assisted living home to help manage her autism. Um, it was okay. I wanted to like it more than I did. It kind of, I don't know, like it didn't kind of felt a little middling. Mm. Um, Dakota Fanning is great in it. I think oh, portrays a person with autism with a lot of heart and realism that like, I think it's be very easy to overdo. It wasn't a simple Jack from, uh, yeah, exactly. From Tropic Thunder. From Tropic Thunder okay. Yeah. Um, it'd be very easy to overdo certain things and like really like lay into it to try and like over sure. act. But I think she did a great job. Well, that's re- that's good at least. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that element of the movie at least worked. So. Yeah. Which Star Trek was she writing for? Was this like original series? Kirk and, or the new Kirk and Spock. Abrams? Okay. Yeah. Oh, Star she wrote Trek. The but new it takes Discovery. place in current times? The movie takes place in current times, yeah. Why is she writing a script for like the old series? Uh, I assume... I assume oh, just was... a contest to be like write another, a new, like your own episode from that series. Yes, okay. exactly. Yeah, there, what if they tied it into what's the current What's the current one? The uh, Star Trek Discovery? Yeah. yeah. That'd be funny. <laughs> You guys, we do not have any more scripts. Please send one in. Um, but the one of the actresses in the movie was the main from the movie we saw today. Oh. We saw Happy Death Day. <laughs> Starring, uh, what is her name? Jessica Roth. She's Roth. great. She's great in the movie. Um, but she was in, yeah, she was in Please Stand By. Cool. Mm-hmm. And was in the movie we saw today, Happy Death Day. Her star is rising. Uh, as you as you may heard at the top, today, the day we're recording, is Max's birthday. Also the day I die. Also sh- the day that you die. He shares a birthday with the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then Robert's birthday's coming up. And yours and later mine, in the month. Later in the month, so... It's our birthday blowout. <laughs> We're older. Kaka. Kaka. Uh, so we thought we would watch Happy Death Day for our birthdays. Guys, what did you think? A Happy Death Day. I really enjoyed it. I, I saw it in theaters when it was first. I saw it the one other time was in theaters and I really liked it. I thought it was a kind of a creative take on the slasher and and they kind of put a hat on it later in the movie but they it's very much like a a horror themed groundhogs day hey the killer kind of put a mask on it perfect beautiful <laughs> thanks wonderful thanks uh what did you guys think of the <laughs> the killer having a creepy baby mask but that's because the school they go to's mascot is a baby the bailey babies <laughs> yeah is the, the bayfield the bayfield. bayfield yeah um i i it's a it's a creepy mask and i love I think, the mask yeah it makes a for a a sufficiently creepy killer mask it doesn't exist it doesn't make sense in like the universe at all like that there would be a mascot like i guess there's yeah. some creepy mascots and stuff but. but like if you are like a college and you're like your football team's heading out there and you're like now the bayfield babies mm. <laughs> i think it's great works for me it's although hard. you were an evergreen gooey duck so That's you- right. <laughs> <laughs> barely an animal so uh <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think it'd be hard for the other team to. Well, I guess it'd be very easy for the yeah. other team to make fun of. But also, like, then you're just cruel. Then you're just like making fun of babies. But also, like at that point, 
could you even come up with something sufficiently do like make huh? fun of them because they're already like yeah we're the bayfield babies exactly. like what can you do to us sure yeah i got i could you you go both ways probably i suppose have some cool goo goo ga ga cheers doesn't too. matter how like cool your animal mascot is someone can still find a way to make fun of it so, yeah so i guess you're right and i think it's better to like, be out there and have a baby than like just a wild cat or some kind of garbage bullshit like that <laughs> Whoa, beautiful. what a beautiful quote better be out there or like an baby. eagle or a patriot <laughs> yeah a something stupid like that stupid. yeah an animal like a patriot <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but i yeah i really enjoyed it and this is your your guys's first time seeing it so. correct yeah i although i feel I like it seen... yesterday oh, yeah God. over and over we were going you guys were going for the same, same joke at the same time <laughs> obviously it was easy that, those are the kind of jokes that <sighs> Andrew go for <laughs> Wonderful, fantastic movie. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was pretty good. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to, and it was less, definitely less gory. Yeah, than I thought it was going to be too. Yeah, it's kind of in that if if it had been available for rental last October, I think I probably would have said that was a good like horror light mm-hmm. movie to mm-hmm. to go. Because I wouldn't even say it's as gory as like Scream. No, no. There's like because there's a lot of like people get a lot stabbed, of, but not very. Bl- not very bloodlessly you don't, like it's, it's a lot of like intent like the intent of like showing so it's like yeah. from that person's point of view of getting stabbed but you never see like a knife go into somebody yeah it shows like a like, knife hanging out of her at one point and it shows like a splash of blood at some point but it's pretty tame yeah it's t- i think you could show it on tv without editing it really probably yeah except that she does Oh, I guess when she's walking around naked, you don't see her naked. Body. No, you see yeah. way more of people on normal TV than that. Than that <laughs> true, scene. true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I thought the yeah the lead actress for I don't know what her credits are prior to this, but I hadn't seen her in anything. But I thought she was stellar. I thought she's not a super likable person as it establishes to begin with. She's not very nice to anyone on the college campus. As is everybody in the Groundhog Day scenario yeah. role. She's not. I mean, there's by the end of the movie, there's more backstory that that she is obviously depressed and dealing with some trauma that maybe makes her not approach people as nice as she could. Uh, But everything said and done, like I feel like there's a lot of nuance, like there's days where she feels more empowered and, and treats people better. The, the premise uh, uh, for people who don't know also is that it's a woman in college who is uh, killed on her birthday and then keeps waking up at the starting of the same day over and over again and eventually realizes she needs to stop her killer to stop the repeating the cycle of dying every day and coming back the next. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, but I, I like how much you see, like when she's scared, she seems really scared and, and rattled. <clears throat> and when she's putting, putting it on or, or kind of smiling and acting really nice that day, I think that comes through too. And I just, I don't know. I was just very, she has a very emotive face. Like the parts where she's like clearly over it. Yeah. You can tell she is over it i really liked it i just thought like that the premise sounded incredibly fun when i first heard of it but it was something that i knew everyone could be phoning in in the actual film it just felt like it's something like if you told me that was a sci-fi original and everyone was phoning it in i'd be like yep that that makes sense but she she gave it her all and i thought it elevated the material i I really liked think her performance was uh, a standout for sure. There, I mean, the other, a lot of other actors and stuff too. I thought it did a really good job. I thought her sorority sisters were very appropriately weird or rude too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. Are we doing spoilers or anything like that? Yeah, I think it's it's available for rental. I think sure. that we can we can do we can mention spoilers here from this point forward. 
Happy Death Day spoilers. <laughs> you are entering the spoiler zone. zone. <laughs> sp- sp- spoilers. What did you want to mention? I don't know if I was if I really believed the uh, killer would. I mean, obviously, wouldn't kill someone. You don't. You think he was crazy. innocent? Well, I no, 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 not that killer. <laughs> like the uh, the guy in the table. I thought that was a pretty cool red herring because, like, while it was going on, I was like, "This is cheap." Just it feels too that, easy. Well, there's yeah. literally so what you're, you're referencing that there's like literally a guy in in like a hospital in the town. Well, this is not what I was. Res- I was oh. actually the the end killer that her uh, roommate. I thought oh, that, that actually, wasn't very believable. Oh, I thought okay. it was nice that they did the red herring. At least at first, I was uh, kind of like upset. Okay, this is how they're gonna end it. Mm-hmm. Is it just this guy? That's really corny if you're going to be like kind of taking apart this a trope you just like end it with another trope a random guy who wasn't in the movie the whole time yeah, yeah. And, and just like is a killer and then just be, that is his role in life not mm-hmm. just in this movie. like he is just killer that's yeah well, you mentioned that near the end of the film it's like mm-hmm. he is just like so happy to be killing people it's just all he it's all he cares about he's yeah. really palpatine about it he's just Do like it. i love being evil <laughs> uh yeah um but to her roommate to just kind of like be the like spurned lover kind of thing. Like there was somebody who wasn't even interested in her being stolen by, uh, not uh, according her. to what she thought, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was just like too much for her to then like, uh, you know, race across a parking lot, set up all this stuff, set up a little doll to like sprinkle. And then the one day where she comes in and is like, I've really been an asshole to you. I, I want to change my ways. And she's like, okay. And then just like goes and kills her later that day. It just seemed like a bit. Well, that day she had poisoned. She had poisoned the cupcake and and either left it for her or forgot to take it away or whatever. But but like I guess she does call out. Yeah, because at the end she admits that like I killed you. I I wanted to kill you because you kept stealing this doctor from me. My my, the doctor who I work with or work for. And she says like you're killing me over a guy that's so stupid. Mm -hmm. And and it also didn't seem like that doctor. There's never a scene where it's like he's also interested in the other girl. It just seems like. That was in her own brain. Like, I could have had him, but you had him instead. But she says, she also says, no matter how flimsy you might think it is, like, well, you're also just a stupid bitch. Like, I'm just sick of you and I want She's you in a sorority filled with stupid bitches. Like, is she, she would have just burned the fucking house down. But I think, like, any one of those girls maybe were worthy of her ire. And then on top of it, she she's her roommate. roommate who is who then is like, the man that she thought she could maybe go for. I'm not saying it's the strongest reasoning for for motive for someone to kill someone, but people have been killed for stupider reasons. I also, so. I, I kind of liked it as a, like you're saying, a red herring with having the, like, the, the mass murderer in yeah. town. And she's like, oh my God, he's been here the whole time. And then she wakes up the next morning and she's like, what the fuck? Like, I killed him. And then, like, because I was thinking, that, I was thinking the same thing you were, which was like, really? That's it? It's this mass murderer who is in town? Like, it kind of sucks. But then, like, she has the day, you know, like at the end of Groundhog Day where he's like, he's fixing someone's tire and learning piano and doing all these wonderful things. And then like the next day he wakes up and it's the next day, mm-hmm. not the day over again, even because like he had lived his perfect day for her to like reconcile with her dad, make things right with Carter, you know, be nice to everybody. And then it's still not enough. I thought it was like a, a nice like, what the fuck? Like, a what nice else does she have to do? Yeah. And then, yeah, it kind of turns out she just has a fight with her roommate in the room. And, you know, so mm-hmm. I. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that is because wait, what, what you're mentioning is that like, yeah, pre- prior to that, she thinks that John Toombs, also just a great name for like a yes, serial killer, John yeah. Toombs, uh, attacks her in the hospital and kills her friend Carter, who's been helping her try and solve this mm-hmm. intermittently on certain days. She asked, tells him about it, but she and she realizes, well, if I kill you and you, if I don't die today, 
and, and nothing Carter's resets, dead. then Carter is dead and I've lost him. So she purposely kills herself to relive the day and does it as perfect as she can. That's when she's mm-hmm. as nice as she can be. She signs the uh, the Greenpeace thing or whatever and tells the people not to get wet on the lawn and does all these things to kind of like make it as perfect as possible. And it it doesn't work. So like I, I do love that subversion of that. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in fact, I, I don't know if I recognize really a lot of any of the actors in it. There's mostly... It's a lot of like college age or people who could play college age. Sure. People and even at looking at the Wikipedia page... The only actors who have Wikipedia pages are Carter, Teresa, and Lori, her roommate. Oh, okay. So yeah. everybody else is They've unlisted. gotten some work. Yeah. Yeah. The roommate uh, has has been in Shameless this oh, last. Oh, yeah. You mentioned that last episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty damn cool. Good. Yeah. I like. I think it's just like a pleasant surprise of a movie because I again I feel like the 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 bar for horror is pretty low a lot of the time, so I'm always just pleased when I see one that takes me by surprise and is like, you know, more fun than I thought it would be and more creative than I thought it would be. So mm-hmm. I liked that about it. Um, and I think the acting really helped carry it. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, some decent, decent writing and like knowing movie tropes and, and turning them around, but not being all about that. I guess. Some good humor too, as far yeah. as like, I kind of like the, there's the, like a little montage where she's like making a list and, and checking it twice and looking at all the different people that might be killing her and then usually getting killed by the end of the night. Anyway, he finds the killer finds her no matter what whether she's outside of someone's house randomly that yeah. he didn't, she didn't, they didn't know she would be at. Yeah. She's in like military, she has like military, uh, <laughs> like night vision goggles and like does like camo on her face. So yeah. I was like, wow, she really, she really did it all. Uh, yeah. Kind of, see, that's one, another reason why it kind of seems crazy that her roommate is able to like, just like track her down no matter what while pulling a double shift. <laughs> like, yeah. And then like killing her. But is that, was that more of a cover for her to like say like, oh, I can't be the killer. I've been... I've been working double shifts or something. It's a pretty deep cover when she like accidentally runs into her at work and she's like dressed up and she has the note card and everyone around work would know. Uh, And if she like showed up, she's like, why are you here today? You don't have, you're not assigned. She's like, uh, shut up. I'm just, but do they establish, so in the, there's like a flashback to the first time she's killed, which is like underneath this little overpass uh, on the campus. And she's like stabbed and killed. And in, at least in her vision or what, or what she's constructing in her head, it's supposed to be her roommate takes the mask off. But then it establishes that working at the hospital, she knows that Toombs is there, gives him a mask, gives him a knife, basically, or leaves them there for him to use, and then subsequently she's killed. So which, so is it every time, it's not every time that she's actually killing her. Is it eventually that she's changing her routine and setting the killer up to do it? Is it also, do we know, does Lori relive every day too? Does she know? No. That she's, okay. Because she seems just as confused about her knowing all the details when she tells her on the last day yeah. or whatever. So, and that's another, uh, kind of another element I liked that is slightly different than like Groundhog's Day and stuff is that, uh, Connor assumes that she can come back an infinite amount of times and just as much as times you need. And then you figure out who killed you. But eventually she starts to be in pain. She starts like developing like scar tissue on the inside and, of her and body. passes out one day yeah. and it's re- yeah. And then, and then they realize that like sort sort of generally physically she's like weaker and weaker every time she comes back the every time she dies she is not 
It doesn't come as cross as much in it, but that, that's the thing that kind of bugs me about that. That's an interesting concept, but I, they didn't go anywhere with it. Like after that happens, she's fine the rest of the time. But she's fine, never like really affected by okay. the pain. It's just like okay, now there's a limit. Now you actually, it's just for suspense. But in terms of her actually feeling it, yeah, by, by it's not like she's about it, to kill the killer and then it's like ah, and gets like stopped by a pang of pain or something. Yeah, and it's not like the last thing when she finally makes it through. It's a huge struggle, and she's like, You're right, she's like going through a ton of pain it seemed like a kind of thing where it's like in the starting of every day after that she was probably taking longer and longer to like recuperate but they weren't showing those scenes so you either had to fill that in or just assume like oh i guess by the end of the day she's feeling okay or not sore or Mm -hmm. it doesn't like she it almost it does seem like her head hurts more and more every time she comes back like by the last day she's like chugging tylenol but that's also like the extent of it She's mm-hmm. still cracking a smile and being like, well, time to go kill the killer. Like, yeah. that would have been interesting if they went a little further with it and were like, hey, actually, what if that did, like, stop her? Suddenly, like, literally drops the knife or her weapon because she's racked with this this pain that's catching up with her from her death. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's that one day where she just collapsed. She faints and she goes to the hospital and she wakes up there and finds out, oh, this is actually really And it feels you. like she just recovers yeah, the next that, day. The next day she goes through that same time with, you know, not even a stomach ache. She's fine. Yeah. They do kind of joke a little bit that like the way she dies, she almost like brushes it off the next morning. Like when she hangs herself, the the second to, she just has a crick in her neck. She has a crick yeah. in her neck, and then like one time she gets drowned in a fountain. So when she wakes up, she like does like throw up a little bit mm-hmm. in the guy's room, and it's it almost seems like yeah, that'd be weird if it was like a goldfish pond, and she's like spits <laughs> one. What in the? Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm just not not perfect but i feel like i i like that element it would have been cool if they had explored that a little bit more if that was like an more of an impediment for her mm-hmm. yeah you guys ready for some trivia about the movie yes. sure i'd love I, to hear I, some i think i know everything about it okay who was originally supposed to star in the movie oh. 10 years ago wait oh that's, 10 that's years obvious. ago this movie was in bill uh, murray yes this movie was originally announced in 2007 with jennifer lawrence uh, Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Oh, I told you. Hmm. I told he you does I know everything. Wait, what wait. time? Out of curiosity, <laughs> how what? many times have you lived this day over and over again? Oh, you know that is something I wanted to mention too. When the movie starts, the Universal logo comes up, uh-huh. and as it the words start to curve around the planet, it resets. Universal comes up again. It resets, yeah. and it does it two or three times before it actually kicks off. I like that element of it. Um, what? Year would have that a bit would that have been ap- it was announced after the first Transformers. It was first announced in two thousand seven, so yeah, it would have been the first mm. after the first Transformers, and it was before she got originally titled Half to Death. Ugh, yeah, that's a terrible name. I was scared Half to Death. Happy Death Day is kind of a fun, horny like title. I, I like it. I yeah. think it's perfect for the the movie. Um, I don't think Megan Fox would have been bad in it, but I'm happy that I got to see an actress that I haven't really seen mm-hmm. before do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything about it that couldn't have been pulled off from 10 years ago either. It, it's a, it's not an effects heavy movie. It, it there's some good, cool transitions and stuff when she gets hit with the bat and then she kind of just falls onto the pillow Yeah, from that. There's some stuff like that, but nothing that I don't think would have been achievable, uh, unachievable at that point. The blood spurt that came up that was CG. I don't been, think that yeah. they would have to you use real, real, real fake blood. blood. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> kind of a funny, I like, one of the last lines in the movie after they figure out after she figures out it's her roommate and then she she kicks her roommate out the window. Um, she's in a diner with Carter mm-hmm. and they're watching the news reporter dad calls. And then he just says, like, you know what this kind of reminds me of is that movie Groundhog Day. Was that did you think that was funny or is that I kinda like that they're putting a hat on the thing that is 
so it is exact almost exactly like yes you're literally waking up every morning to a song yeah and experiencing the same day and then no matter what when you go to bed it comes back so i like that they put a hat on it a little bit it feels fine also i think it's funny that she doesn't know that movie and also well then also says maybe a, a bridge too far that she's like doesn't know who bill murray is yeah <laughs> like at all i will not stand for that <laughs> um i don't know I, I think that's kind of a funny throwaway thing because that the odds that you would compare it to that are, are very high. So yeah. you might as well, you might as well mention it. It exists. Yeah. It doesn't exist in some universe where that movie doesn't exist. Um, so the writer was Scott Lobdell, who was like a pretty well-known X-Men writer. He wrote mm-hmm. a lot of the comics in the nineties and okay. wrote a lot of the stuff that like the X-Men TV show, the animated show, a lot mm-hmm. of the stories of those are based off of. Um, uh, he said that he wanted to play with a lot of the tropes and slasher stuff and thought it'd be fun to kind of tie that in with, groundhog day and mm-hmm. that sort of thing did you know there's also an alternate ending oh no in the uh, original yes uh, of, of course, course i did <laughs> max if you, you if, can go ahead and hey, tell rob max, about it max if you're reliving this day over and over again it's probably not good to say it on air that you're reliving this day over and over again you want to keep it cool man it's okay nobody will remember this oh good but so just to rip but, a big fart then like she did in the movie yeah um or rip a big bong baby mm-hmm. so <laughs> if you do remember me saying this <laughs> then uh I this day, the day didn't get yeah reset. Um, in the original ending of the film, Tree is taken to the hospital after her encounter with Lori. The doctor instructs her to stay away from pain medications for at least a day due to her, the extent of her injuries. After he leaves, a nurse comes in and tells Tree she's giving Tree something for the pain. Tree informs her the nurse of the doctor's orders. The nurse reveals herself to be Doctor Butler's wife. Stephanie, oh, who says it's for her pain and then murders Tree in revenge for the affair between her oh, and Dr. Oh, that would have been awful. Yeah. That would have been awful. Yeah. That is a, that is, that does suck for that character that like, yeah, she's like hooking up with her teacher who is also the doctor of the hospital and by the end of her days and experiences, she like breaks it off with him and is like, I was wrong to do this. It was, you know, childish of me to hook up with you, especially knowing you had a wife and he acts like an asshole to her. Uh, well, here's the thing. She, oh, she breaks it off once. She breaks it off on the day where she's doing good things, and then the next day she doesn't break it off with him. Okay, but like so. I don't <laughs> think, assume that she. I don't still think does. that. Yeah, I think that was less I, like I guess, that she did. Did you know. want her to go through all the things that she'd done on the previous day again after she killed Lori? She only I, dyed her I, hair I, once. I don't mean that, but I think everyone it, like it's kind of. Um, uh, natural for a person watching to kind of be like okay she's changed her way she's new she's different but really she only did all of that stuff one day and it got erased and but so I like, also, no, she didn't go and visit her dad and she didn't do all this other like but all now that, that she stuff has, didn't happen but now that she has yeah, maybe more time, she will yeah. maybe she will yeah. I mean, maybe that she will continue to be good it was just that, that she was so thrown off when her perfect day wasn't the ending that she i just want to see a sequel where she goes off and does all these things in a longer span of time. Yeah. <laughs> so makes like a really long scene where she has like real time lunch with her dad. The movie, Re- I want to see a movie called 12 steps where people just like make their life <laughs> better. Change. Yeah. yeah. Turn it. Did she really get that drunk at the bar and throw up pretzels? I need to see the prequel. <laughs> <laughs> really? I want to see more movies in this universe. Yeah. Yeah. With no supernatural elements to them. It's just, the Bay- her really- I want to see that the Bayfield universe needs to be expanded. I want to see more, <laughs> more types of killers of uh, scuttling uh-huh. around this college. Uh huh. Um, so do you recommend happy death day? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I thought it was good. I would too. Yes, I definitely would. I think this you is already a, did. <laughs> yeah, you I made know. us watch it. <laughs> yeah, you can go back and listen to my previous review of it. Um, no, I think this is especially like another one of those, like we just said, a, a great 
horror light movie. If you, especially if you know later late October, if you're looking for something like that to watch, but maybe pe- you know people around you aren't as big a fan of like the straight up super gory stuff or the super scary stuff, mm-hmm. I think this fits in perfectly. Yeah. It's really not. It's about as tame as something you would watch on TV. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and the acting's pretty good too. I yes. think like that's the thing is like you might expect the acting to be sort of schlocky or something, but no. I thought the acting's good. I think it's actually yeah, it's so excellent. I like it. Yeah, cool. Well, that's it for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we want to tell people what the next episode's going to be? I think we should. Wow. <laughs> that's all. We, that's all you get. Yep. <laughs> uh, the next episode we will be reviewing Black Panther. Oh yeah! God, cannot wait. Looks so good. All right, we'll see you for Black Panther. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh. Meow.